Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, attorney Kim Hegwood of Your Legacy Legal Care and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with Kim Hegwood and our very special guest today is Libby Vaughn. Good morning. Good morning, Kim. And uh, Libby's with Abode Home Investors, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And um, and so that I guess the topic of our conversation today is going to be a closure ceremony when a senior has to leave their home. Right. And so that seems to be a trend lately and uh, in some of our podcasts, you know, um, because more and more seniors are finding it more difficult to stay at home. And so, so let's kind of, uh, let's kind of start this ball rolling and tell me what is a closure ceremony? (laughs) Well, it's something that, that I came up with um, last year and it kind of grew out of my experience at at my last job. Um, I retired in September, but for the previous four years, I had been working at a large um, uh, senior living community and I'm a clinical social worker, so I was providing therapy for residents on campus. And um, people moved to this place uh, very often because they wanted to be there and it was a planned thing and, and they would move in and they'd be super happy and they'd hit the ground running and settle in just great. But not everybody moved there under the best of circumstances. You know, sometimes people are brought here because kids live close by, or perhaps they had planned to move here, but um, maybe a spouse died unexpectedly and all their plans had to be accelerated and they weren't quite ready for it. So they would move into our community and if they were not settling in well and, and were noticed to be struggling, then they would get referred to me for counseling. So I just noticed after the course of, a, you know, the, I, I was there for four years. So I saw a lot of people that were fit this category and there was a common thread that I was picking up on. And it was that so many of them were literally mourning the loss of their house. And it just got me to thinking, you know, what, what a major transition that is and a big loss for so many people because don't we love our houses you know uh and and often these moves are just um so hasty and stressful and tempers are flaring and people are are uh at odds with each other and 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 nobody takes the time to um acknowledge the magnitude of the change that this person is going through So um, just like so many life transitions that we have, like marriage and graduation and retirement and all these that are marked by some sort of sort of ceremony, um, it just gave me the idea that that this deserves a ceremony, too. So that's why I decided to create uh, what I'm calling the house closure ceremony for people in that transition period. So what does it look like? Well, um, it would be uh, customized to each individual situation. So it would start with a a conversation. Usually it's going to be with an adult child who's recognizing the need and reaching out to me. And I would just talk to them about what the situation is, what the family dynamics are, 
How long has their mom or dad been living in the house? What's happened there? Um, you know, what are, what are they struggling with? And so I would tailor my, my ceremony to that. I'd also want to get a feel for what their spiritual beliefs are, what, how they make meaning out of things in life so that I can speak their language, so to speak. Um, and then the ceremony would be um, uh, different for every person, but at, at minimum, it's going to involve um, something tangible like lighting a candle or, or um, uh, you know, I, if people are, are open to this, we can do smudging or, or I can do house blessings or things like that. And, um, but, but mainly it's going to be a conversation with that senior and just letting them tell the story of the house and what it has meant to them and how it served them over many decades, probably, um, and all the things that have happened in that house and all the memories that it still stores for them. So I would give them a chance to do that and not just them, but also their families too, because there's attachment there as well. And uh, it's, it's probably in most cases going to end up being a bit of a family therapy session because everybody's got, you know, uh, feelings about the move. Um, but I, I, ideally it would happen like in, on the last day or so when somebody's moving out of the house, there's no furniture left in the house and it's empty and they're about to, to leave for the last time and how, and to give them an opportunity to express their gratitude for how the house has served them um, and and to thank the house in, in a way because it's almost like a living, breathing entity because we're so attached to them. And then what I would like to be able to, to transition people into thinking about is that, you know, we don't know who's going to be living in this house next, but it could be another young family like yours was when you first moved in here. And what would you want for them so that they start, so they broaden their perspective into thinking about, about it as, as a gift in a way, something that they're passing on to another generation rather than just a, a, a loss for them. So I'm assuming that, that you probably had a client that uh, inspired you to, to offer this kind of service. Talk to us about the client that, uh, that gave you the inspiration to do this, because I'm finding it very fascinating, and I'm sure our listeners are too, because I'm Thank thinking, you. what an awesome experience. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, when, one. when one of my counseling patients, um, it, it comes to mind for sure, and unfortunately, it's not a happy story. It doesn't have a happy ending. Um, she and her husband moved to the community where I worked, um, from another state and they, he, he was fine because he was very outgoing and he liked people and he could make friends easily, but she really struggled and she was so depressed, um, moving there. And I saw her uh, quite a bit for counseling and it was like, she had made up her mind that she was not going to be happy there because she was so mad about being, um, uh, uprooted and, and moved and didn't see the reason for it. And, um, and she really, really struggled. And, and honestly, I don't think she ever came to terms with it. I looking back on it, I don't think I ever saw that woman smile. 
Um, mm. And she was just, she was miserable. And it just made me think, could there have been a different way to, to make that transition for her? What if there was um, a more respectful, kinder, gentler way to, to help her detach from the house? Because honestly, you know, it's, it's not so much about the house. It, it's about the, the memories of the people she shared the house with. Um, and, and those, those are transportable, you know, uh, it's, it's not like, um, if you can't live in a particular house anymore that your life is over because you, you have all those wonderful memories that are just a part of the house and you take those with you. Um, so it, it just, it just made me wish that I had been there, um, in the beginning to it and maybe it would have been different for her. So that's my hope for for people going forward is that that it will help people close that chapter uh, and and step into a new chapter in their lives with more gratitude and and hope. Perfect, perfect. That's awesome. I feel so, I'm so sad for her because I I know a lot of people don't transition well. Right, know? right. And um, it's just change. I think it's just it's all about change. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so hard for so many people. Well, I fought it for years myself, you know, didn't like change, you know, yeah. <laughs> embrace it, you know, cause there's always new opportunities you have to keep in mind. Absolutely. You know, what, 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 do you, who do you find works best for this as far as they could benefit from this, you know, from these services? Right. Um, people who've lived in a house for a, a long time, long enough to have built lots of memories and, and, um, um, and, you know, a strong attachment that are struggling, um, and and all not just the not just the senior, but also like I mentioned, their families are potentially struggling as well. Um, so the families in that situation would definitely benefit. I'm also seeing it as a potential for um, maybe a family who has inherited a house when a loved one has passed on. And they're going through that process of cleaning it out and getting it ready to sell because that that house is their connection to their loved one who's passed away. So I can see it being helpful to them in a situation like that. Um, and and it doesn't have to just be seniors. You know, we, we everybody gets attached to their homes and has has trouble when they have to let go of a, of a beautiful home that they've worked on and loved for a long time. And uh, I can see it working for children too, that, uh, you know, that where change is difficult, where they're leaving friends and school and in the home that they, they grew up in. Yeah. So do you work with people who have dementia? That's a tough one. And it would have to be uh, on a case by case basis. Um, I think people in the early stages of dementia, it could be beneficial for. <laughs> But they need to be able to understand what's happening to them, um, to understand that they're, they, they need to move and this is why they need to move and this is where they're going. Um, and, and honestly, the, the conventional wisdom now, especially if someone is moving into memory care, is that all those arrangements are made for them and they're not a part of that decision making process because it, it just it can be very agitating. Um, so the professionals will will tell families, you know, 
honest, don't even tell them about it until right before uh, or just, you know, take them, take them out to lunch and shopping that day. And then they, they come to their new place with all their stuff in the new room and, and move in. And then that's what they see. So people like that obviously would not benefit from this, although their families might. Because when families are needing to move a loved one into memory care, especially, that's that's a major transition, and that and it's like they're crossing a threshold into the next um, next chapter of their parent's life, and and they they certainly understand what that means and what's ahead of them, and so the house holds a lot of memories to who mom used to be, and you know the 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 holidays that were spent there and the family meals and all of that, that, um, that are part of the, their family traditions and memories. So they, they could benefit from it as well. What's the process? Well, um, people would reach, reach out to me by phone and we'd schedule a discovery call. And that's most likely going to be with a, a family member that's recognizing the need. So like I mentioned earlier, I would want to want to get a lot of history about um, the situation and the, the players and the, the family members that are a part of this and who would want to be there during the ceremony. And I would coach them on how to really manage your time in those last few days, because, you know, we can let we can procrastinate and, and let um, a lot of, of uh, busy work take up that that's that time and they need to just just really guard some space there to be able to carve out some time to do this very important work with their with their loved one um, i would bring um everything that we need i've got i've got chairs that I, that i'll bring i'll bring a little table i bring the the candle flowers the you know whatever we decide that we want to do um, another thing that that I can do, um, my son, who's who's my business partner, is an artist, and if if they want, they could send me a picture of the house, and he could paint a watercolor for them, and and so they could have that as as a, as a memento to take with them to their new space. Wow, nice! That's, yeah, that's nice. And so, personal and touch. I'll have to keep that in mind because I'll be soon sometime in the future selling the house i have so oh nice yeah, yeah. i've had it for a long time so uh -huh. that would be nice to have that picture so that's yeah. awesome so how does someone find you um my company is abode home investors abode as in my humble abode <laughs> uh, some people want to call it adobe and that's that's not it uh, so abodehomeinvestors.com is my website um, I can be reached by email at info at abodehomeinvestors.com. And my phone number is 281-241-9432. Perfect. It's been a pleasure this morning. I'm so, so appreciate you being on. Oh, thank and you so much. Look forward to uh, having you on again. And so you have a great rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcasts as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice.